0: I'll go start the coffee.
1: I'll be down in a minute. scooby dooby
0: dooby doo Pastor Rand, Laura, wake up.
1: Good morning. Good morning. We are finishing up chapter six of Luke.
0: hmm
1: And we just have two small sections left. We couldn't quite get them done the other days. Well, we're going to do it today. Yeah. So. Part three. Part three of chapter six. Uh, six, verse 43, a tree and its fruit. No good tree bears bad fruit, Not. nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out, out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. So this would have been good if we would have gotten to it. Yeah, the yesterday. what mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about good also why It's good
0: to read the Bible in big chunks. Right. you know. But for our discussion. It's just...
1: it also good to read it like kind of in order or consecutively.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know we talked about that in a past, past episode about sometimes when you are just at church and getting these sections in the liturgy mm-hmm. and you know I don't, I don't want to say it's out of context but without reading the whole chapter, the chapters before and after it, it can be taken out of context so yeah. anyway yeah, this goes well with what we were talking about yesterday with love for your enemies
0: Yeah, it definitely, I, what kind of struck me is I always thought about this as like an individual tree, you know, Mm. like that tree, and I'm wondering if it's, when he's talking about, he's talking about kind of like species of tree, you know, like an apple tree only makes apples, because when he gets down to thorn bushes, it's like a thorn bush doesn't make dates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know so it's just the type that you are. Which
1: Right, like we're Christians.
0: Mm-hmm. We're Christians, so we produce good works. We we do good things for people.
1: Yeah, I've heard you know, the uh I don't know if it's an analogy or metaphor, but like what You're, like, a full bucket or cup or whatever. If you get, like, bumped, what's going to spill out is what you put into it. Hmm. So if you're full of, like, God's Word and love and good, positive, you know, language, Mm -hmm. then when something bad happens, you'll spill over those things. But if you always taking in negative sources or you're hearing bad language and you're you know I don't, I said negative things already but you know like kind of downer you know when something bad happens you'll respond in a negative way or you'll your response will be bad language you know yeah, just kind of like you are what you fill up on so it says that here, out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks, it's kind of kind of goes with that analogy, yeah like you fill up on good things, good things will come out of you, and yeah, being positive,
0: well, and that's something that's a struggle for me a lot of times is when I you know, just read, if I read news a lot, you know, or get caught up in cycles or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever media that I'm consuming, if it is all he said, she said type stuff versus Well, yeah. what you are, what you consume, any media, you know, what right. we're watching on TV and it's just, it's a good reminder and it's, um. Yeah, I've never heard that cup analogy before, but I like it.
1: I didn't, like, say it very eloquently. There's other people it. who who can explain it better, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, if you fill a cup with orange juice and then you bump that person, orange juice is going to spill out of it. You can't expect, you know, something sweet to spill out of it if you didn't put anything into it.
0: Well, I especially like it, too, because you, like, are outside, you know, the what we want to present to people is not always what's there. It's when we're rocked by, um, you yeah, know, anything know that. that hits an event that all of a sudden you, you see really, you know, what who a person is or what they are. And, mm.
1: uh, yeah, it's really neat. Um, the wise and foolish builders. Verse 46. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He is like a man building his house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house but could not shake it because it was well built but the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck the, that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. It's the end of chapter six. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So this, I know he said the other day that this is reiterated in other sections. Is there a part in, like, is it Matthew where they talk about the wise and foolish builders?
0: Yes, Matthew 7 24. Does that
1: specifically mention sand? Because this is reminding me of the children's song The wise man built his house upon the rock, the foolish man built his house upon the sand. Mm. Just curious.
0: Uh, let's well, do foundations. Um, I, don't where I am looking in the Greek, so it's not very good, <laughs> which is dead. Um. <laughs> and. Ten, <here> we go. <laughs> uh, and
1: that important? I'm just curious. I, I believe like I so. I said, children's Bibles and that,
0: that song. There's a wise man, wise man who built his, his house hand on hand. a rock and, and the rain came, tumbling the rain came and the r- r- river it with and the wind blew else. and his house was there and it did not fall. For uh, it was built on a solid foundation. And all the ones hearing my words, this is also, or here also this. There was a foolish man. Who built this house,
1: on the sand. Oh, good. It is sand. I'm glad sand was specifically mentioned mm-hmm. here. Um. Anyway, all right. Well, it's back also to a Luke.
0: an interesting thing like wisdom and folly you know Mm -hmm. that's something that's talked about a lot in the Proverbs Solomon's Proverbs and wisdom is fearing God and knowing having faith in God you know and folly is unbelief so it's it's just reiterated here but it's um, Jesus also kind of referencing back to the Proverbs as well,
1: hmm.
0: allusions to different things, so, anyway.
1: So, this whole sermon section, Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I'm just looking back at the whole thing from where he started at verse 17, or I mean, verse 20. He said, looking at the disciples, he said, and then he started with all those Beatitudes, reminded them to love each other, don't you know, judge people. And now, this one, it sounds like he's kind of calling them out. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them in practice. So is he saying there's some people in this group who are not putting his words into practice who are foolish?
0: I just think they're people. Oh. You know, (laughs) and he's, he's holding them to the standard, you know. They're saying, oh, Lord, Lord, we love you. We're following you. But at the same time, I mean, those disciples would have sinned a lot more than, you know, just Peter's sin at the end. They would have made lots of mistakes. I mean, well, the disciples argue all the time on who's the greatest. Well, obviously, they're sinful.
1: Everyone But
0: you know, just to, or maybe he's calling out people like you know that we don't hear about a lot, like Simon the Zealot, you know, who's filling himself up on a lot on political rhetoric, you know. I don't know.
1: That's an
0: interesting guess, but I wouldn't extrapolate on... No, no, I know. I could go down a rabbit hole. It's all speculation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or maybe it's a broader group, or maybe he's talking to us as people. I mean... It is interesting he ends with this.
1: Yeah. And... I was just looking ahead at verse or chapter seven, seeing you know what happens next. He says, "When Jesus finished saying all this in here, in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum." So does that mean he's walking and talking, from one place to another, like, or is it just saying, when he was done, he left and he and then he entered Capernaum.
0: That's what I would assume okay. it is
1: I, well, I, like, was just thinking of him, like, walking and just talking and everyone's following him. You know, just, I don't know, a walking sermon.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think, though, with any wind or <laughs> noise around, like, like the idea is to teach, not to be dramatic.
1: I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I just think, I mean, this section... Took us, well, with discussion, took us like, what, 25 minutes times three? Mm-hmm. That if you hadn't stopped and discussed it, you could have probably read this pretty quickly, you know, mm-hmm. in 20 minutes or less. Jesus probably says more than what's recorded, right? hmm So it's just interesting. Every word that Jesus says is a word from God, you know? but then only some of the words are recorded. Mm-hmm. So it just shows that this is the most important things that God wanted us to mm-hmm. here, So maybe these aren't the very last words he says. We might have some other closing remarks or reminders. No, but
0: this things. is what the Holy Spirit decided to inspire the disciples to write. Right. And end with this. So
1: end with it in the Bible Mm -hmm. but that's not to say that the last thing he said was it collapsed and its destruction was complete and then he like just turned and walked away Yeah, he could have possibly said other things I
0: think it's we can look at these things and say is there extra emphasis on this that ties in you know to a theme that gives us deeper understanding of this section but You know, taking out the individual lessons in each.
1: Yeah. You know, we're talking about context and stuff. Could be its own lesson. Mm -hmm. But when you read them together, it's talking about, yeah, having a strong faith built on God's words. And how that faith shows itself through our actions, right?
0: Mm hmm With loving our enemies and... All these are. Uh, so it's not. You're love not building enemies. yourself on yourself, which is moving. Right. You're building on God, and that allows you to love your enemies. It allows you not to judge others based on what you think is right or wrong, but what God says and not compare and just be.
1: And it goes back to the first one, the first section, the Beatitude section about not putting your trust in worldly things like money, food, laughter and joy, people's, you know, whatever, people's approval. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so if your faith is strong and rooted, then you will do those things. You will Yeah, be focused on God, not on worldly things. You'll love your enemies. You won't judge. You'll bear good fruit. And then, in summary, it's because you are built on this. Mm -hmm. So it all ties together, even though you could take each section individually.
0: Yeah, I'm just... I mean, what do people... As you you know, broke down every part that way. The things that we would build our confidence in, in this world, it might be our reasoning and our logic. And, you know, the judging others kind of takes that away and says, you know, just look to God, our wealth, he kind of takes that away. And then relationships, you know, of deciding who is worth my time or worth my love. And just goes back to, yeah, focusing just on God. And Um. it's a, it's a really neat section. And I'm, I'm happy we took the time to go over it because it... Well... To just kind of meditate on all these little different parts and then piece it all together, it's...
1: Yeah. I mean, we like to do a whole chapter a day if we have time, but that doesn't mean with anything you don't want to rush, do something poorly, not get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think we had to because we just don't have time without getting interrupted to do the whole thing. And honestly, looking ahead, I was kind of paging through yesterday. I don't know if we'll be able to do any of the upcoming chapters in a day. They're just really long. A lot of them are like 60-some verses, and they have Mm -hmm. these multiple stories and sections. So we'll just keep kind of taking it like this and see how it goes. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess that's our real we'll stop today, and we'll do a uh, little bit of seven or as much as we can. <laughs> next okay. time.
0: Sounds good. Bye-bye. Scooby-
1: dooby-dooby- doo Pastor Rand Laura, wake up.